Our gracious God, we thank you again that our hearts come for you to glorify your name. Today is harvest, and we have to rejoice to give thanks for the great things you have given us. Lord, may your presence come, and your Holy Spirit to and speak to us through your word. In Jesus' name. I love Harvest Sunday. I remember as a child, we carried crops harvested from our local farm to church for harvest. My mom would select the biggest and the finest. When we asked why, she replied, God has provided for us by allowing this crops grow. When we give back to the Lord in thanksgiving, He will make next year harvest greater. My mother's way of showing appreciation to God during harvest time never left my mind. Traditionally, people remember or have remembered God's loving care and goodness at harvest and thank the Almighty God for continuing to provide for our needs by sharing with others what we have so generously been given. Harvest is a time when we express our thanks to God for His goodness by helping the needs to meet the needs of others. In Harvest, we remember that God created the world and all his wonders for us to use and enjoy. And he provides for all our needs. Nowadays, few of us grow our own food in our garden or have to spend much time worrying about where our next meal will come from. The truth is that even if we don't worry, about where to get the next meal. We worry about so many other things, like how to pay the bills, the council bills, the electricity bills, or how to form the two kids in university. But this morning, Jesus had something to say about the things we need and the things we spend our time wanting and worrying about. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34, Jesus says, Don't worry, said Jesus. Your Father knows what you need. He reminds us that God has already given us an abundance of good things to use and enjoy. Now I want you this morning to ask yourself this question. Why has God given us this? Why do we need it? All these good things are wonderful to have and appreciate. But that is not all. These gifts require a response from us. The first thing we need to do, Jesus told us in that passage, is to stop worrying. 
In other words, trusting God because he knows what we need. This is really difficult, especially when times are hard. But Jesus is right. Worry does not gain us anything, not an extra penny, not a single extra hour of life. All worrying does is rob us of the enjoyment of what we have in Christ Jesus. If we try to appreciate all the wonderful things God has given us in creation, we might start to trust in God and trust Him with all our hearts that He will provide for us. We may not get all the things we want, but God knows what we really know and what we really need. Worrying about the things in this world shows that we don't trust God or that our focus is more on it than heaven. Notice what Jesus says in verse 31. Do not worry, say, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Here, Jesus is not talking about any luxury, like a dream house or living in a banana island. These are basic survival needs. Food, water, clothing, shelter, surviving extreme heat or cold. If you don't have these things, you will die. Remember when Jesus was talking to these people, there was no welfare system. If you are able to walk and refuse to do so, no one will take care of you, not even your family. There are no food banks. There are no soup kitchens. You couldn't sign on for disability or welfare or any kind of assistance. No retirement plans like we do have today. When you got too old to work or too injured, either your family took care of you or else you died. And yet Jesus says, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? We worry so much in this country, isn't it? When it's winter, we worry. Oh, it's so cold, it's too cold. When it's summer, oh, it's too hot. We worry about so many things and we complain. How many of you have been in Africa? Any other Asia country? Yeah, probably. What is your experience there? Hot? Very hot. I think in Nigeria we have up to 35, 40. And also there are some countries, families, that don't even acquire or have three square meal. But here in this country we have much in abundance. And some can even throw food away, isn't it? Jesus can say this because he knows that the Heavenly Father 
knows that you need them. Jesus says in verse 32, For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Your heavenly Father knows that you need food and water and glory. God the Father also knows that unbelievers, those who don't believe in Jesus, need food and water and clothing. The unbelievers don't know that God the Father knows that they need food and water and glory and other material things. So they pursue them as a top priority because they cannot rely on God. But we, as children of God, are different. We know better. And because we are different, we know better and we live differently. Look at the comparison here from verse 32 and 33. The unbelievers, those who don't believe in Jesus, the pagans, run after all these things, food, clothing, water, as top priority. But you, those who believe in Jesus, those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, and he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things the pagans run after, the food, clothes, weight, will be given to you as well. So what is the Lord saying to his children in this verse? Is he saying that we should become monks and cut ourselves away from the world? And then he will drop food, water, clothing into our laps. Not at all. We are to take Christ. We are not to keep him to ourselves. We as believers are in the kingdom of God. Jesus is king. We are his children, his servants, his friends, his witnesses, his ambassadors, his disciples. We are to seek the welfare of the kingdom of God above all other priorities. When we seek the welfare of the kingdom of God above all other priorities, our priorities take second place to the kingdom priorities. Then the second thing from that passage is to share all these good gifts are not for us to keep and hoard but to share with those who have less than us. That is why we have brought harvest offering today to support the water aid. <coughs> For them to have a clean water. If you are been in Africa, there are some areas where you have to trek for five miles to fetch water. But today in your house, you just open the tap. The water will be running till thy kingdom comes, isn't it? Keep running. You don't struggle for it. 
But there are so many places people have to struggle to eat, struggle to get a clean drinking water, struggle to buy clothes. And when we share, and whenever we can, we need to remember that all good things come from God. So he deserves our thanks and praise. And what we are doing today is the one way in which God provides for us so that through us, others around us will receive the gift. We can help one another in many ways. You don't need to waste that food. You don't need to throw them away. There are people out there sleeping on the streets, begging for money, looking for food to eat. You can give it to them. It's a big ministry. And the third thing God's gift tells us to do is to give thanks. Before we eat, when we share, and whenever we can. We need to remember that all good things come from God. Sometimes we take gifts for granted, probably because it's common or free. How do you feel when you give someone a gift and they don't bother to say thank you? How do you feel about it? You feel bad, isn't it? I'm sure you will feel bad. Let me share a little story about an ingratitude experience I had recently. Last year, someone called me and asked for financial assistance on behalf of a family friend. I didn't have money to meet my own needs at that time. But considering the situation, I went out of my way to give generously. The shocking thing was that this person did not bother to say thank you even after he was told I raised the money. I shared my feelings with my wife and she reminded me that this is an example of how we treat God. He gives us air to breathe, good health, food, shelter, and much more. Yet, instead of thanking him, we complain about the things he's yet to do. And that's a great lesson for all of us. I don't have much to say this morning. But what I want to say is there are so many things that are bothering your heart, your mind, Present it to Almighty God. He knows. He said, Our Father knows that you need them. And whatever you have, share with one another. And when you receive all these things from God, give thanks to Him, the Almighty, who provides all these things to you. Remember, the scripture says it's not about power. It's not our mind, but of Him 
about you. 